Hi subscribers, hi everyone, it's Sloan Rhodes here with your weekly spiritual self-mastery class, Ego and Heart, for the week of November 25th, 2018. So I hope for all of those of you who celebrated Thanksgiving, I hope that you all had um, a nice Thanksgiving weekend and that you are recovering, <laughs> didn't eat too much. Um, and so for this week, what I want to do, well first of all, for those of you who commented on the sound, I, I'm really sorry that the sound was was difficult. Um, it was hard to hear, so I think I fixed it, but um, let me know if there are still some problems or issues with the sound. Um, Alright, so as I do uh, every week in these Eagle and Heart Spiritual Self Mastery classes, I address and look at the energy for the week based on how the ego may try to distract you with, with those energies and based on how the heart can explore those energies in a more... Um, loving and open way and I'm gonna be getting so I'm gonna get one card and I'll look for the energy the overarching energy for the week and I'll look at how the ego may view it and how the heart may look at it as well and then I'll be getting one additional card for what we can expect or look forward to regardless see my cat wandering around all right let's go ahead and get started this is spiritual self mastery class ego and heart for the week of November 25th 2018. This is for all astrological signs and the love readings are up for each sign. If you um, are interested in looking at those, you can watch them here on the YouTube channel and uh, as well as hear them on the audio podcast uh, so that you can listen to them as well as see them here and there's links below. Okay, here we go. So the energy for the week, I'm using the Tarot of the Spirit deck by Pamela and Joyce Eakins. Okay, so we have the death card in reverse. It's interesting this card came up for me in my personal reading today. Okay, so when we have the death card in reverse and we're looking at it through the eyes of the ego, the ego will be very impatient. The ego's always judging that things are not right, right? So, so, so for this week, as we have the death card in reverse, there's going to be something that is unfinished, something that's coming back around that either we have been delaying on or procrastinating on, or that we had thought we had put to bed and it comes back up. Kind of like when you put your kids to bed when they're little and they pop back up <laughs> just as you're starting something adult. Um, anyway, so here we go. We have the death card in reverse. So the ego may look at it like, okay, why is this coming back around? I can never catch a break. It's always something. Just when I think I'm clear, Back it comes again, like, you know, in uh, Godfather 3, which I don't recommend you watch, but there's a line where Al Pacino says, just when I think I'm out, they pull me back in, right? Um, I love the Godfather movies, but not that one. Anyway, so with the death card in reverse, the ego may try to pull this kind of uh, energy with you, like, you know, you can't catch a break, it's always, you're always in trouble, um, just when you think you're clear, you can't get clear. Um, why does this happen? Then we go into the victimization, right? Oh, why has this always happened to me? Um, I thought I had paid that bill, and now this is finance charge. I'm never going to get ahead. And so if you allow yourself to be led by the hand, by the ego, down that road, which is always very painful um, and full of feelings of victimization and self-judgment, you begin to just spiral in that same sort of eddy. You know, you can't get out of it. You can't get out of it. And it's very distressing when we get into that space, as we all know, right? The ego is, the, is present for everybody, but when the death card comes in reverse, it can be feel even bigger because it's a major arcana card, 
as well as you want something to naturally end. You know, there's a natural ending that's supposed to occur. It's supposed to happen, the ego says. Why won't it end, <laughs> right? And the ego's always about supposed to. It should have, this kind of thing. So it can be very distressing. Um, and so just be aware of that. So if something comes back around that you thought was done, undusted, and here it comes again, you take a breath, and you can say, oh, how interesting. I thought I was done with that. I thought that I had completed that cycle. Um, and yet here it is again. Offer me another opportunity, says the heart, to address this from a more aware and loving perspective. I thought I was done with it, but I have another opportunity here to open my heart more, to less self-judgment, to valuing myself and my contributions and the contributions of others, you know, because we're always co-creating and it could be an individual coming back in um, if it's not a situation. Um, and you can say, wow, here we, here we go again, you know, but we're doing the dance differently now because I have more consciousness around it. I am more open-hearted and I'm looking at myself differently. And whenever we begin to hold a different vision for ourselves, we automatically begin to shift the uh, vibration around the situation or the interaction with the other other person. So it can't help but be different. Rather than wishing somebody would go away or the situation would go away, you've got to change, as you know, your own perspective about it. And for these classes, the ego and the heart, the heart says, try to release the self-judgment. Try to look at it as another opportunity as opposed to God dang it, here I go again, I can't catch a break, or this person's always coming around, I'm never going to be clear, blah, 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 and down you go, right down that train. And the heart says, oh my gosh, look at that. Another opportunity to address this from a more open-hearted perspective. Maybe look at the situation of the person in ways that are more open-hearted, you know, where you look at the other person and go, gosh, you know, last time I, I had this issue with them, I was feeling really judgmental of them as well. They're so selfish, they're so weird, <laughs> they're so needy, whatever it may be. And now I can see that, gosh, you know, I hold those energies within me as well. I know that I have been needy in my life. I know that I have been weird in my life. And I can understand it more how this other person is holding that energy too. Because the more that you um, create more open-hearted feelings towards self first, the less you tend to judge others because you're judging yourself less um, harshly. So then you can kind of look at other people in a softer light as well. And that begins to shift the energy around it. And then things can have their natural end. Because remember, the death card is about a natural transition, a natural ending. Something that um, wants to, to move on, you know. Um, when it's in the upright, it's a, it's a, it's a transition. It's a card of transformation, transition. Here we are kind of like stuck. So look at the places where you are kind of holding on to older energy as well. Um, where you wanted to blame someone, where you're really hanging on to that feeling of, I'm a victim to this. It's one of the easiest ways for the, the ego to hook us back into that older, familiar pattern of being the victim. You know, when, when the ego is, um, when we're caught up in the ego, we're always, in some fashion, uh, a victim in some way. Uh, and that can be very uh, addicting because it does require, whenever we are feeling victimized, or the victim of something, whether it be just our bills are too much, or this person's always mean to me, or whatever it may be, um, we we stay in that in that familiar pattern of fear and anxiety, and that we can't you know we can't ever shift our lives, and we can shift our lives right here and right now by saying, wow, look at that, here is that pattern coming back in again. I'm really feeling victimized. I'm really feeling like um, circumstances are beyond my control. How interesting. I thought I had done so much work around this, and here it is again. Another opportunity to take a breath. 
and to give myself more love, less self-judgment, and say, look at you know, the heart's perspective, look at how hard you're working. Look at how much work and consciousness you've done around this. Good job. And it may not be comfortable to have to address it again. We thought we were done with it. But now you can do it in a more loving way. Not always easy. I'm not saying like it's super simple. Um, it takes consciousness around it. And it does take um, a moment, you know, because the ego will, will immediately pull us back into the old familiar pattern. That's the ego's job. It feels safe there. It feels, when we're on guard, it feels, yes, this is how it's supposed to be. You know, because the ego, um, I guess as a function of the inner child, or vice versa, is uh, trying to keep us safe at its core. You know, are we safe? Are we loved? You know? Um, okay, so let's get another card. And so I hope that gives you some perspective on how the ego may try to distract you and how the heart says, look, look at another opportunity here. Again, it's not always comfortable, but it's an opportunity to shift the larger egoic patterns through these, these smaller ones that we look at every week. And the more that you draw consciousness around it and just even ask the question, wow, okay, so if I'm not a victim of this circumstance, how is this for me? Well, perhaps it's what we already talked about, like you get another opportunity to look at it differently from more, a more grounded sense of self, from, more, from a more loving standpoint with less self-judgment and less judgment of another or a circumstance. And just when you begin to ask those kinds of questions and play with it a little bit, you're no longer in that place of, of ego and you're more in the space of curiosity and the heart-centered energies. All right, let me get one more card as we look at... Uh, what we can expect to look forward to regardless. So the ego and the heart are going to be looking at this energy of the death card reversed, which is something that um, is meant to be transitional or to have ended already. It's coming back around again. There's either delay or procrastination. You know, again, the ego can come in and say, why are you procrastinating? You're so lazy. You never get anything done. <laughs> you know, this kind of thing. Um, that can be another way the ego comes in. And then the heart says, well, you must be tired. You know, give yourself a break. It's coming back in again, or you haven't finished it yet, or the cycle is still repeating, because you're still integrating some of the earlier lessons. You know, and just be a little kinder to yourself. That's always the heart-centered energy. And it's not just um, like woo-woo stuff. It's actually beginning to shift the vibratory pattern of how you live your life. Okay, so what can we expect regardless? Seven of wind, seven of swords, many tongues. So some interesting energies here. So during the week, we have this death card in reverse, something that's not ending, a transition that's not occurring. Um, the ego and the heart will have their own opinions about this, uh, as we've already talked about. But what we can expect to look forward to, regardless, is the seven of wind, seven of swords. And this card, in this deck, it's called many tongues. So be aware of gossip. Be aware that there's a lot going on under the surface of other people's actions and maybe even your own. Watch your tongue. Make sure that you're not adding to the gossip, adding to this energy which is ruled by the moon. Not everything's clear, right? You don't know what's going on, so don't talk about it. <laughs> you know, if you don't know, if you don't have clarity, then maybe just don't contribute to the um, confusion. 
And with the Seven of Wind, I will say as well, you know, keep your cards close to your chest this week. Something has come back around. With more consciousness around this Death card in reverse, you can keep a watchful eye rather than just racing ahead and disclosing everything because you don't know everything that's occurring. Why is it not ending? Why is this death card in reverse? Why is this pattern repeating? Why have I not been able to close the door on this particular relationship, this thing, whatever? And the Seven of Wands says, just, just keep it close to your chest right now. No need to contribute to the confusion. Keep, your, keep, you know, keep a watchful eye. Make sure that um, every, there is more clarity in your own head and make sure that everything that you are um, wanting to hold near and dear, you're keeping a watchful eye. Sometimes with the seven of wind, things can disappear. Uh, people can get sticky fingers, so be, be aware of that as well. Um, transformation wants to occur. So we have all these snakes, right? The snakes are a symbol of transformation. We have the death card, which is in the, in the tarot is the card of transformation. So transformation is occurring, it wants to occur, but it just may not be absolutely clear yet. So. Um, don't don't uh, don't contribute to any confusion. Keep your tongue to yourself. Let's say, don't contribute to all of that. Okay, so I hope you find that helpful. I wish you much love as always, and um, I will see you next week and or at your own private appointment or over on the podcast. Uh, I do. Oh, today is the final day for the um, Black Friday weekend sale. I have thirty five percent off all of my online courses. There's a link below and uh, the love readings are also up. Much love to you.